Welcome to the Friends with Money podcast, brought to you by Money Magazine, creating financial freedom for Australians since 1999. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Friends with Money podcast. My name is Michelle Baltazar. I'm the editor-in-chief here at Money Magazine. Thank you for joining us. Today, we are talking about water damage. Uh, For those of you who live in New South Wales or in Queensland, um, it's been quite a horrific past two years, if you like. Uh, There have been floods and uh, more recently uh, here in New South Wales, of course. So uh, to talk about this topic, I am really excited as a a Renault tragic myself that we have a home renovations expert with us. Uh, Tracy Ellis is the founder and CEO of Renovators Directory, the platform that brings together business owners in the renovation sector and consumers requiring their services. She is also the managing director of Tay Projects and has had a long career in construction and very well respected for her industry knowledge. In fact, she is a regular money contributor talking about all things about home renovations. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Michelle. No worries. So I thought we'll we'll get straight to it because I know people are like, oh my goodness, I really need to hear from an expert what to do. In fact, I already asked you earlier that we need to talk about black mold and what to do with that. So if you want to know about that, stick until the end of this podcast. But first things first, uh, Tracy, tell us a little bit more about what are the, the key things uh, to do to find out the source of a, you know, a, a leak, for example? Obviously, that depends on the extent of the leak. Um, however, some of the signs to begin with that you, you may have a problem, um, are you have evidence of mould and mildew. Um, you may even see your water bills have increased somewhat. A particular room may feel a little bit more damp than other rooms in your house perhaps Uh, and there may be a lingering musty smell that will um, give it away that there's something going wrong in that particular room. So it's not a ghost it's a water it's a water leak somewhere that's why a room is, is damp. Yes, that's right. And remember, the source of the leak is one thing, but water flows down, as we all know. So even though you may have evidence of the mould or mildew around the area, if you you come down a little bit further, that will start to give you a little bit of an idea as to what you've got going on there. And um, getting onto these leaks as a matter of urgency will... uh, probably bring your costs down into solving a problem that's going to grow very, very quickly and and perhaps be a disaster in your home. I do tend to stay away from trying to dig into into your home to find out what's going on or starting to, to cut out plaster. I, if, it, if it was me, I would always call a plumber in to begin with um, who can has the expertise on board to and, and will know straight away these guys are, are pretty good at what they do and they will they will tell you they will lead you and say you need to do xyz we need to do they'll give you a plan they'll give you a quote and um it's better than the trial and error approach of trying to a source it yourself b fix it yourself and they rectify the situation and you're you're back underway um without too much delay 
Can you give us a range of how much that would cost? I know it's very hard to put a, a sticker price, but I myself am scared of calling the plumber and being, you know, uh, having been charged $2,000, for example, because you just don't know. And I suppose that's one of the very first questions that you need to ask when when you're calling around for a plumber and say, look, um, for the initial site visit, do you do you have a look? How much does that cost? You know, some will do free quotes to begin with, so you can get them onto your site. They can have a look at it, and then they can give you a fixed fee to to remedy the situation. Um, and and that is certainly a very real option. Um, not everyone charges to come to site. However, some people do, and it can range from around eighty dollars to one hundred and fifty, depending on where you are located around uh, Australia. But it's certainly one of the very first questions you should ask. And if you can certainly source someone who will who will visit your property without spending a cent to begin with um, and they, they have a good reputation, I would certainly um, go down that path. I tend to go with, say, a local a plumber because they kind of know the area, probably the houses are of the same age, for example, and, and all of that. Now, I also like to look at my uh, insurance just to make sure that I've covered my ground. So can you give us any advice on should you take photos first before the plumber gets in or what do you do? Yes, definitely. If you've got an insurance case, you need photos of everything before you start to rectify anything. Um, Otherwise, it's your plumber's word and, and your word um, against your insurers. So, um, and we've certainly seen that with um, the extent of natural disasters um, in some of the states in Australia at the moment. One of the first things, you know, if, if you're at that extent is that you need to do is put that call into your insurer. Um, and that may vary from, um, you know, a, a couple of inches coming through your home to terribly to, to the to the ceilings. So your first point of call in that instance is definitely to to go to your insurer, let them know what's happened, get some direction from them, ask them when they're going to get an assessor out and get a time frame. That is absolutely crucial. And they may say to you, look, it's going to be a week. It's going to be three to four months. They may say, we just don't know. If they say, we don't know, then you need to ask them, okay, look, can I start to organise some trades myself to get some quotes in and present them to you? And they will either say yes or no to that. Every insurer has uh, different rules. Um, however, they are light on in, in these natural disaster events. And if you can provide them with solutions, with reputable licensed trades, you're sort of solving the problem for them. Ask them, how many do you need to get? If if it's uh, you need a demo team in, say you've had, let's for example, say we've, you've t- unfortunately you've had water through to your home to about say a metre high. So your walls are wet, your floors are wet, everything is horrible. It's not great. You know, you've got a lot of damage there. A, you take the photos have all of the evidence there and you need to say to the assessor, okay, so what can I do? Just like what I did before. If they agree to say, yes, you can go and do a bit yourself. The first thing you need to do is make that home safe. So you need an electrician to come in and do a make safe on your home because if you had an extensive amount of water through your home, there is certainly an electrical 
items in your home that need to be addressed immediately because, as we all know, water and electricity do not go well together. No. Um, and whether it be an electrician terminating for a period of time until the house is back in order or they may just have to tinker a few little things and, and it's done if, you know, if it – Going back to the smaller water leak we were talking about earlier, if, if it's just a bathroom that needs something, they may just be able to disconnect that while you're getting that uh, rectified. And just to double check, that make safe uh, or getting the electrician in, is that covered by the insurer or is that your own cost? Insurers will definitely cover that. But if they don't have enough electricians on their books, they may give you the go-ahead to say, yes, sure, get Bob Smith, the electrician, in. Um, make sure he gives a full report. They will guide you and say what they need. Um, he can give a report. He can give the costings. And it may be they say, look, come back with a quote before you you go ahead. Or they may say, fine, if you can organise an electrician to make safe, and they, they may approve that on the spot for you. It's just a matter of talking it through and making sure you tick all your boxes because you don't want to go ahead and have an electrician do a make safe on your home. You have a bill for X amount of dollars and then the insurer say, well, we didn't approve that. Yes. You just need to be guided by exactly. And as we know, when we speak with our insurers, it's all recorded. So, and they can go back if you don't get the same person on the phone call and say, look, I got the, I got the approval um, on X date to do this and, and just make sure you tick all of those boxes off. Because it is essential. You can't, if you have that much water through your home, you cannot have, um, and if you're going to be doing work in the home to try to get it back in order, you need to deal with the electricity. That's that's a real safety concern. So as far as the next steps after, if to, after that is done, you may have water laying around your property. So you need to talk to your insurer about, can I hire water pumps to remove the water. Do I have authority to do that? Can I? Because the most important thing after you've got the electrical dealt with is we need to dry your home out as quickly as we possibly can because water in homes, in your frames is a disaster. So we need to get that water out and we need to dry out your home as, as, as quickly as you possibly can. So if they give you the go ahead from that, you can then go ahead and engage people to, if you need the water pumps to remove the water, if you need the air dryers or the air movers to be set up and start blowing air around your house and start to, to dry it out. Now, just take it, oh, sorry, I'll take a backward step for just a moment. Obviously, prior to that, you're, say you've got plaster walls, they need to come out. Okay, so you can't, there's no point putting the air dries in if you haven't got those soggy walls removed. Some people have a go at doing that themselves. If they're that wet that they're literally falling off the wall, um, they, it just crumbles in your hands. But you can certainly get um, demo teams in. The pricing for wet plaster removal ranges from about $45 to $90 per square metre. And so they need to pull all those soggy, damp walls off so that we can get to the frame and start drying the frame out. Obviously, if you've got carpet, that all needs to go. The air movers start to dry everything out. But that is the process, the first few things that is really essential to get your home back in order. A lot of people, because uh, everyone's quite reno savvy these days, in, in getting everything back in order in the trades that you need to get your house back in order. But those really disaster affected properties um, or a bathroom that has completely flooded through to a burst pipe or something, that there is some important things you need to do. And, and electricity, certainly one, um, and, and getting those ticks off with your insurer, because there's nothing worse than waiting around 
for months, as as we know, to, to get some sort of approval or get somewhere out to have a look at it. And you need to remember, when the, once the assessor comes out, you then go in a, into a queue for their reporting and it can take quite some time. So if you if there is a way that your your insurance will work with you to get through that process a lot quicker, um, it's certainly something that every homeowner can do. Yes. So we've talked about uh, making sure that you work with an expert like a plumber. Try not to figure out the electrical wiring yourself, for example. So talk to a plumber, electrician, get your insurance in order. Maybe ask those questions that are specific to your circumstances, whether it's, you know, you um, you need to take a couple of days uh, out of work or how much it would cost and, and so on and so forth. So uh, what else do we need to do if, you know, the house is... is has water damage, extensive water damage. After you've been through those first few steps? Yes. So once you've got everything dry, um, again, hook in with the, you know, again, taking photos all the way along. So you have a chronology of events of what has happened to your property and you have all the evidence there. Also, um, you know, your contents, before you start throwing anything out, be sure to take photos. If you have um, property that's been damaged, um, you you need to take a quick snap of it and and add it to your documentation. Um, The next step then is to, again, check back in with the insurer and say, look, we've got everything dry, we've got everything safe. When do you think you could get a builder out um, to reinstate our property? And again, it's the same process. Ask them, you know, what is the time frame? What are we looking at? We need to get a family back into this property. We need to get on with our life. If they are saying, look, we can't, we don't know. There's a lot of people like you. This is pretty much a standard comment that they make. Um, Again, ask the same question. Okay, can I get some quotes from some local builders to reinstate my property as it was previous? And if they say yes, go get those quotes get it all documented, send it through, get the approval. It might sound quite difficult, but the actual doing of it, it's it's really not that hard because the builder will do all the work. They will go through and say, right, okay, it's what they do. Yes. You need you need the plaster, um, you need you need this, you need electricals here, we need new um the vinyl planking or the carpet or whatever has been damaged and they will they'll quote it all up for you where it does get a little bit tricky is if you try to project manage that yourself Uh-oh. i suppose yes yeah <laughs> I, I i feel like you have some horror stories to share with us where someone <laughs> would try to to diy it absolutely yeah the, i look i am always um, an advocate for using experts. There's not many DIY things that I suggest people have a go at because there's so many horror stories and I do have a lot of horror stories that people tell me and it just ends up costing you more money and it just blows the budget. It feels like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I'll just – that plaster. I saw that plaster at that place. He just got the sheets and he banged them up and went like this and – did the sheeting? It was easy. I can do that. Who can't do that? And then they have a go. They have a go at it. They ruin the plaster, um, and they then have to get someone else in to fix it up. And they end up costing it. The, the project costs more than what it had to to begin with. Ninety nine percent of the of of people who tell me these stories, they just go, I don't know why I did that. Why did I do that? <laughs> yes. So the University of YouTube doesn't cut it. You know, it it looks so easy when you watch it. It's <laughs> like, yes, you know, buy a few nails, uh, get a, a, a new plasterboard and, and whatnot. 
Excellent. Um, anything else that people need to think about or consider when they just want to reinstate their home, you know, just have everything back into what they were like? I suppose the way you can help if you get the builder in to, to do your quotes is have the specifications on the product that you had in previously. So if you can say to them, instead of saying, we need, we need our carpet replaced, if you can give them that the brand of the carpet, the colour, you fill in all the blanks and, and then it doesn't take so long for them. Otherwise, they're allowing a, a provisional sum in their quotation. And as we all know, in any product, there's a range. There's a base through to the most luxurious of, of carpet uh, and, and any product um, that you want in your home. So if you can provide that information, whether it be carpet, vinyl planks, uh, if your kitchen was damaged, reinstating the cabinet tree, the type of um, cupboard fronts, the, the, the top, the kitchen top, whether it was stone or, or laminate or whatever it was, if you can give all that information to them, it just means it doesn't have to be a beautiful document. Simple dot points, kitchen has X, Y, Z, the handles were this, um, the carpet was this, this was the colour, and it just makes it so much faster and more accurate in if a builder is putting an allowance in and say you the your insurer said, um, okay, we'll just give you a cash settlement and, and you can go and sort it out with that particular builder. Uh, if that carpet that they have allowed for is actually, they haven't allowed enough, then it's costing you because you're, you're going to be disappointed to begin with because you're getting an inferior product to what you had beforehand and you're going to have to pay a little bit more money to top it up. If, if, if it's what, if you want to go back to what you had before. So if you have all that information, it just, it's helpful. Yes. Now, finally, we did promise our listeners that we are going to talk about black mold. I yes. am very scared. I think I've got black mold in my garage. I'm com in complete denial. I don't want to deal with it, <laughs> but off you go, Tracy. What do we do? Oh, uh, look, uh, and we all have, haven't we, where we've never dealt with black mold before, where everyone's dealing with black mold all of a sudden, um, and, and I certainly have myself. And look, I, I've certainly been in dialogue in conversations where people have said, talked about their great home remedies, and I sit there and shake my head thinking I could never do that because that would be a science experiment that would possibly blow up in my face. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't tend to to do any of that myself. I try to trust the the brands. Um, I'm also not a cleaner. It's not it's not one of my um, high skill sets. But I, I did find a product. Now I'm not I don't get any endorsements or anything like this. This is just one of those things that worked magic for myself. So I went to my local Bunnings store and I thought, oh, there's got to be something in here for um, for this mould problem. I certainly don't want to be up there scrubbing the, the walls. And it was called Mould Off and it had a, a big, um, on the front of the label, something saying, you know, in 30 seconds, your mould will be gone. And I thought, okay, I'll, I'll be a sucker. I'll, I'll buy a couple of bottles of this I'll stuff and see how, we, <laughs> see how we go, see if it does what it says. I, I didn't think it would. Anyway, took it, took it home and, and um, climbed up onto the, onto the um, in very dangerous, climbed a ladder then onto the, onto the bathroom bench, which, which you shouldn't do, uh, and, and proceeded to spray this stuff around the ceiling. And I, I couldn't believe it. In front, it. Literally, just like what the label said, in front of my eyes, within 30 seconds, 
it was all gone. Insane. I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe. I thought, okay, well, the next thing that's going to happen in a week's time, the paint is going to, you know, come off the walls because it, it, it did have a warning on it to have the windows open and it, it did have a strong smell, so you probably need to wear a mask. So I was thinking, okay, well, it looks fantastic. My husband came in and went, wow, what did you, what did you do? And and I said, this stuff, like it does actually what it says, it's what it does. And no paint has come off the walls and I've used it um, through our property to get rid of all the black mould and it is amazing. It really is amazing. It works. You don't have to scrub and you can stand proudly and think, well, I did that all on my own. <laughs> it only cost about, I think, 5 or $6 uh, for a, a bottle of this spray um, mould removal. And, yeah, it was fantastic. So that would be my big tip. Now, I, I feel like I have to go to Bunnings now and get a few of those bottles before they run out. It's like crazy because of you, we've ran out of this product. But I think, I mean, it is a sense that we are all just desperate for solutions at the moment. I mean, it, this is kind of, um, it's it's just incredible how much rain we've had in the last week if, if, you're, if you live in, in New South Wales. But mm. certainly water damage uh, can happen where, wherever you are, you mm, know. Yes. So mold off for black mold and making sure you talk to the experts. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Tracy. That's really, really helpful. Lovely speaking with you, Michelle. Well, before we go, though, uh, don't forget that if you enjoy listening to the Friends with Money podcast, we'd love for you to recommend it to your own friends and family, or you can help us out by leaving a review on iTunes or the Apple podcast app. You can also send in any questions, comments, or even any topics that you'd love for us to cover uh, to our dedicated email, which is podcast at moneymag.com.au. And finally, make sure you head over to moneymag.com.au for all the latest financial news and stories. So that's it for this episode. Once again, a big thank you to our guest, Tracy Ellis, founder and CEO of Renovators Directory and Managing Director of Tay Projects. Thank you and bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Friends with Money podcast. For credible, independent and easy to understand financial commentary, visit moneymag.com.au. Please remember that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are general in nature and further independent advice and research based on your personal circumstances should be sought before making an investment decision.